Why is digital transformation taking business leaders out of their comfort zone? And what can they do to reframe their mindsets on this crucial area? To discuss this and to dispel some of the myths around digital transformation, I'm joined this week on the IMI Talking Leadership Podcast by Tony Maroney. Tony is a digital transformation consultant and a member of the IMI Associate Faculty. This year, he delivered a mini masterclass for the IMI on digital transformation and the hybrid organization. I'm delighted today to be joined by Tony Maroney on the IMI Talking Leadership Podcast. So your mini masterclass was all around digital transformation, and it's it's a really interesting area, but it's actually something that there seems to be a lot of, you know, kind of knowing nods about, but in reality, maybe there's a bit of misunderstanding what exactly is it all about um and you know kind of what is it in reality what you mentioned about the definition so i wanted to kick off by just asking you what do you think is the biggest misconception in the market about digital transformation oh i i think i think the simple answer to this uh, david is that you know people are everyone's talking about digital transformation but very few people have actually gone to the effort of defining what they mean by digital transformation. So the net result is you have a lot of ambiguity and misperceptions as to what digital transformation means. Now, absent definition, uh, human nature being what it is, we tend to focus on the word digital uh, and not so much on the word transformation, whereas in reality, you know, this is all about transformation. It just so happens that we're using digital tools and technologies to enable and assist the transformation. So what I would say is, look, you know, when people hear the word digital, it immediately takes them out of their comfort zone. They start thinking that this is about technology. Uh, they don't think it's about their business model and how to deal with customers. Uh, and that creates... Um, it creates anxiety in organizations because if you're not in your comfort zone, you're not going to engage fully on it. Uh, and you know that leads to a further problem where you know there can be unspoken differences in an organization, but people don't put up their hand because they're not quite sure they know what they're talking about. So I would say, look, the biggest misperception, a long-winded answer, but the biggest misperception is people haven't defined what it means. Absolutely. And there's also a bit of... Um confusion around uh, terminology in terms of the differences between digitalization, digitization, and digital transformation. Would you be able to kind of outline for the listeners what exactly are the differences between those? Yeah, I, I think, look, at a, at a simplistic level, um, digitization is taking what you do today and applying digital technologies to it. So remote working is a perfect example. So people were working in the office, you know, COVID came along and suddenly they were working from home and digital technologies allowed them to do that. But they haven't changed what they're doing. They've just changed the location. So that's digitization. So in many respects, digitization is about dealing with what we already do today, which is using digital technologies. Um, digitalization takes it a step further where it's about how are you creating new value or revenue streams for the organization? So what are you using you know, how are you using technologies to drive value that you didn't have the day before? Uh, whereas digital transformation, that's around strategically transforming the organization for the future. So it's very much future orientated. What does the business need to look like in three, five years time? How does it need to get there? How will it change? Uh, and I think if you, if, you, if you think about these terms, you know, digitization, dealing with the past, digitalization, the present, and digital transformation dealing with the future. Now, you need to do all of them uh, because, you know, if you're, unless you're going to totally change your business, you do need to fix what you're doing and you do need to create value today because you can't always be waiting for three, five years. So it's around, you know, getting, getting 
clear understanding of what each means and how they interrelate and how you're managing the lot. Absolutely. And actually, um, one of the things that really emerged from your mini masterclass, transformation is as much about changing the culture and mindset of an organization as any kind of piece around technology. So I wanted to ask, why do you think businesses have struggled with this idea? Um, and what is the kind of, I suppose, gap there in understanding and what, why does that exist? I think it goes back to the point I was making, David, in terms of organizations hear the word digital and they don't hear the word transformation. So if, if, if you just try to overlay a technology on an organization, um, it doesn't change anything. Uh, and all it does is change some of the technology. So this is, this is really around hearts and minds. How, how does the organization think about its business and its customers? Uh, and how does the organization, through its behaviors, um, use you know, digital as part and parcel of what they do to deliver great experiences for customers? Uh, and if you think about organizations such as you know, Netflix, Uber, Amazon, you know, the way they look at the market is very different. They start with trying to understand what is the customer actually trying to do? Uh, and then they focus on, well, how do we create a great customer experience? And on the back of that, they then ask, well, how can technology enable and accelerate this? But they don't start with the technology. And I think part of the challenge for organizations, you know, and look, let's be honest, most organizations were born analog and are probably run by people who were also born pre the internet. So, if you just if you take your organization and, and you're just trying to add pieces to it, um, you know, what are those pieces? Invariably, they're going to be technology pieces. Whereas really what we need to do is we need to think about, well, you know, let's reconsider or, or reframe how we think about our business. Let's make sure that you, you are genuinely putting the customer at the center of our business and that we're actually organizing and delivering for the customer the type of experiences that they expect. And, you know, you know, I mentioned Uber and Netflix. What, what are these companies doing apart from creating, creating great customer experiences? They're also educating customers as to what to expect from any, every other service provider out there. Uh, and a key point that I would like to bring out is that, look, you can, you can copy anyone's technology, but that doesn't mean you are the same as them. So you could copy Netflix's technology tomorrow, but that doesn't mean you're Netflix. Because what's in Netflix's DNA is a culture around innovation and delivering great experiences for customers. So it really is around, you know, take it away from the technology, focus on, you know, the business, the culture, and what it is you're trying to do for customers. And then you can start to figure out what you need to do by way of technology. Right. And actually, one of the things that really came across in your talk as well, actually, was um, the fact that many digital transformation projects are never fully realized, and only 30% or so, I believe, according to the the research actually come to fruition in the end. You touched on the customer experience there as one of the most important pillars, I suppose, of a, a strategy. But what are the other really key elements of a, a holistic digital transformation strategy? Well, for me, it, it always starts with purpose. So look, why does the organization exist? You know, what, what is its purpose in life? And look, there's a lot, a lot of talk in the last, you know, 18 months, 24 months that, you know, organizations are moving more towards purpose as opposed to, you know, just being profit driven. Equally, you know, there's a there's a whole new cohort of employees coming into the workforce. And, you know, for them, it's around does the organization's values resonate with them? So to me, it's around let's get clear on why the organization exists, because if we know why we exist and, you know, who our customers are and what we're trying to do for them, that's a great starting point. But we also need to understand, you know, well, where are we today? Because, you know, 
part of the issue is that if we haven't defined digital transformation and we're not 100% sure what it means, our interpretation is based on our own personal understanding of digital. And that might be limited to how we use a smartphone to you know, order taxis or pizzas or whatever it might be. So we need to have a realistic starting point in terms of just you know, how mature is the organization today in terms of how it uses digital technology. And then what we need to do, to my mind, is we need to focus on how we are going to transform. Forget about what technologies or anything you might use. Focus on how do you change the organization from where it is today to where it needs to be tomorrow. So it's, it's the journey that it needs to go on. And critically, you need to ensure that there is alignment and buy-in because look, if the organization is pointing in different directions and no one is really bought into what you're trying to do, um, you're set up for failure. Uh, and you know, that, that, that's what kills organizations. So really it's around making sure that alignment and buy-in is there, but also then making sure that the behaviors of the leadership change and the metrics change, because if I always measure what I, if I come in to measure what I've always measured, um, well, that sends a message straight away that this digital transformation stuff, that doesn't really matter. However, if the agenda changes where digital now is part and parcel of what we do, the metrics are changing to see how are we making progress, et cetera, that starts to send a message that, well, actually digital transformation is here to stay. The organization is serious about it uh, and actually has taken steps to make sure that we succeed. So uh, I, th- I think it's, it's um, a range of factors, but they would be the key ones for me, David. Right. And maturity came up there in what you mentioned. And that's something that came up as well in your mini masterclass. And many organizations seem to have a sense of their uh, so-called digital maturity. But uh, would you be able to go into that in a bit more detail and then just explain why it's such a crucial piece of the puzzle for businesses? Yeah. I, well, I think, I think the first thing I'd say is I'm not, I'm not convinced that many organizations actually do know their level of mm. digital maturity. Uh, I, I think if you were to go into a boardroom or an executive team or a management team and say, well, you know, define digital transformation and tell me how digitally mature your organization is, I think most would struggle. So for me, you know, digital maturity is how far has an organization progressed on its digital transformation relative to its environment? Because it's all relative. Um, you, you, you can do loads of things from a, a digital perspective, but it's relative to you know, your marketplace, your customers, you know, where things are going into the future. Uh, and for me, you know, if you, if you understand digital maturity, if you're good at innovation and you're really good at um, change management, you know, that will drive the future competitiveness of the firm. But it, it's, not, it's not something that can be abstract. It's something you need to be able to measure. Uh, and for me, you know, when I look at organizations, they all say, well, oh, yeah, people, process and technology. Uh, and they're, they're, that's a good starting point. But it, it's not... It's not sufficient. You need to go beyond that. You need to start right at the top in terms of purpose and strategy and work right through to customer relationships, uh, customer touch points, value propositions, essentially everything to do with the customer experience. Now, because digital pervades every aspect of the organization, you you need to have a holistic view, but you also need to be able to break it down. Uh, And Within that, you also need to understand, well, just how aligned is the organization? Because if the leadership or management team are not aligned, um, your chances of becoming more digitally mature uh, diminish. Now, part of this, and the key part of this is, it's not all about technology, because you can be digitally mature, 
by addressing core parts of your organization. And that includes, you know, being really clear on the vision, you know, being really effective in terms of how you communicate with your people about having real clarity in terms of customer journeys. Like what is the customer actually trying to do? Uh, making sure that your processes are end-to-end and fully joined up. Uh, making sure that you're using data and customer insights to really understand what customers are trying to do. Uh, and, you know, in that context, reskilling both yourself and your people because, you know, the skills we'll need going forward tend to be a little bit different than what we have today. Um, but it, it doesn't stop with just your own organization, David, because you also need to look at it in terms of the marketplace. So, you know, where are your customers? Where are your competitors? Uh, and where are the would-be disruptors? And let me give you a sense of what I mean by that. So if your customers are more digitally mature and you can't give them the type of experience they want, you potentially have a big problem. Um, if your competitors are more digitally mature and they can give the customers the type of experience they want, you have a serious problem. And then if someone was to come into your industry, and I always use Amazon as, a, as an example, you know, I, I like to say, you know, well, what would Jeff Bezos do? If someone like you know, Amazon was to come into your marketplace, they're not going to do what you do today. They're going to totally transform the business. Uh, and they don't have to be from your industry. So forget about thinking about within your own industry. They can come from anywhere. What would that mean in terms of your ability to compete? And then you also need to say, well, that's today. What about in the future? So if we look at you know, the, the changes that are happening in society with you know, technology and everything else, you know, what does that mean in terms of you know, the digital maturity that we're going to need in three, five years' time, and how would we get there? So it, it's about understanding all those component parts and making sure that you know, you're able to address them. And to me, critical to this is you know, the how-to as opposed to the what. Right. And something that came up, what you said there is in relation to, I suppose, organizational agility and being able to, I suppose, keep up with the current trends and also sort of predict what's to come. Um, and indeed, in your mini masterclass, one of the things that came out, um, as I referenced earlier, was this uh, idea that a lot of digital transformation projects fall short of the mark. Um, so I'm curious, of the ones that succeed, are there any common factors uh, that kind of emerge that, you know, reasons for success, let's say? Yeah, I, I, I would say there is. And I, I think the organizations that are really clear on their purpose, that are really focused on, you know, customer experience, that organize and use data to deliver against that customer experience are, are the ones that succeed. Because the ones who the ones who don't succeed, you know, the, you know, you can see a mile away the things that go wrong. Firstly, as we said earlier, you know, it's digital transformation is not defined, therefore the objectives nor the roadmap are understood. Um, they tend to take it as a, a technology or a project, uh, as opposed to you know thinking about it as a strategic imperative. Um, equally, they tend to just impose the technology uh, as opposed to you know looking for real engagement. And involvement and winning over the hearts and minds of our people, so that you know the organisation collectively wants to get there. Some other key issues are you know silos. You know most organisations are built around functional silos because you know that helps in terms of you know how they operate. But the customer doesn't really care about silos. The customer is trying to do something, uh, and if we leave silos there, the issue is that you know we have all the handoffs, but we have all the the politics and the other things that happen with silos, which undermine digital transformation. But I would say one of the most fundamental points here is around ownership. Uh, and in far too many organizations, 
um, they have what I call the digital alibi. So I, I might ask, well, who's responsible for digital transformation? And they say, that's David. Uh, and my immediate question will be, does David have the mandate and the budget to change the whole organization? And the answer, of course, will be uh, no, but he is working on a number of projects. So, you know, there's, there's where it starts to fall down because the organization can see straight away that the leadership is not committed to digital transformation, that the organization doesn't have a clear vision of where it's trying to go. Uh, and that all comes back to, you know, actually the organization doesn't really understand why it exists. And it is quite incredible if you talk to organizations, you talk to people in the organizations, you know, there are a lot of people who have no idea why their organization exists uh, and they see things happening on the digital front and they're not quite sure, you know, where it's going because they don't have a context for it. Right. And Tony, just to finish up now, um, I suppose for any leaders listening um, who might be kind of saying to themselves, wow, this um, this is quite eye opening. And perhaps in their own, their own organization, they might kind of admit that they're maybe laggards in the area of digital transformation. What would you advise to, I suppose, turn the tide or are there any kind of small practical steps that can be taken to kind of uh, to kind of change it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the first thing is look, they, they need to look at digital transformation as a strategic imperative, not an operational issue. Uh, they also need to change the mindset of the organization from organization out to customer in. Um, they need they need to figure out, well, you know, where are they today? Because that's going to, you know, make certain demands in the organization in terms of what it needs to do, the type of skills it's going to need, you know, for the leaders and for the people in the organization. Uh, and if they really understand customers and they really understand what the customers are trying to do, well, they can start to organize and, you know, deliver for those customers against that. Uh, but, you know, fundamentally, you know, absent definition and absence of change in behaviors and they're not going to make a lot of progress. So it is around being absolutely clear about why we exist, where we're going, how we're going to get there, and what that will look like and what we will do to make it happen. Perfect. Tony, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, David. Thank you. I'd like to thank Tony Moroni again for sharing his insights on decoding digital transformation. For more insights on this and other topics, please visit imi.ie. Thanks for listening.